You're listening to the Savvy Painter Podcast, episode number 276. Hello, Savvy Painters. How are you doing? I am really well this week. I'm feeling so much better and I have my energy back. So things are really, really good over here. Today, I wanted to share with you some thoughts about creating ease in the studio. For those of you in the Savvy Painter community who join me for Mindset Mondays, we do that every week, by the way, at noon Eastern. You can join us by going to SavvyPainter.com and clicking on the Join the Community tab. And it also gets live streamed to the Savvy Painter Facebook page and to the YouTube channel. But anyway, (laughs) if you were with me live this past Monday, in this episode, I am expanding on some of the thoughts that I shared with you live on Monday. So many artists that I work with, my one-on-one clients and in growth studio, one of the topics that comes up really often is how to create a sense of ease in the studio. And you might remember in an earlier episode of the podcast, I talked about getting into the state of flow. If you haven't heard the episode on flow, that was episode number 261. I can link to it in the show notes so that you have it handy. If If you haven't heard it yet, or if you want a refresher, it'll be there for you. But I think that this idea of wanting a sense of ease in the studio is parallel to getting into that flow state. In my mind, they are very much related. When we bring ease into the studio, to me, that describes a level of comfort. When I feel at ease, I am grounded and have a sense of certainty. I am confident, meaning I trust my capabilities. I may not have all of the answers. In fact, I know I don't, but I do know that I am able to figure it out somehow, or at least I know where to look or know where to get help. So when I have that sense of ease in the studio, I feel self-reliant. I know that I can trust myself to do my best. I have created safety for myself. I feel secure and I feel present in the moment. All of that allows me to bring this ease into the studio. And what is equally important is what is absent. This is sometimes hard to measure or notice. It's a little bit like that Sherlock Holmes story where the key to solving the mystery was that the dog did not bark. What's absent when I feel at ease in my studio are things like thinking that it's really, really hard, feeling overwhelmed, second-guessing myself, feeling stressed or unsure about the outcome, comparing myself to other artists, overthinking decisions about where to take the painting. Those are things that are not there, that are absent when I have that feeling of ease in the studio. So here's the deal. If what you want is ease and you want freedom to play in the studio, It's important to look at where you might be inviting the opposite in. So what is it that is in the way of having ease and freedom in the studio? Often, without realizing it, we've decided ahead of time that it's going to be hard. It's going to be really, really hard. Or that being an artist is hard. These are things that sometimes we take for granted as being like, that's just the way it is. This is a big one. So many artists I've worked with in growth studio have wondered, like, why does it have to be so hard? Or why do I make it so hard on myself? Why can't I just get out of my own way? 
When you ask them, they'll say, yes, absolutely. I really want that sense of ease in my studio. And I want that sense of ease when I talk about my work and when I go to show my work, when I want to sell it. I don't want everything to be so hard. And then when I ask them questions and I give them coaching on it, we explore how they're thinking about it. And what we often discover is they have some underlying beliefs that stand in direct opposition to this desire to bring ease into the studio. These beliefs they have are so strong that they're just accepted as fact. It's like the fish swimming in water. It has no idea it's in water. They don't even realize it. And some of those beliefs sound like, if you don't work hard, people will not respect you. If you don't work hard, then the work has no value. It has to be hard or why do it? I'm a hard worker. That's what keeps me in the game. That's what keeps me going. Whatever it is that we as artists are thinking, whatever our underlying beliefs are about painting, about ourselves as the artist, those thoughts, those beliefs, those underlying limiting beliefs are what create our results. For example, when we think painting is hard or when we believe that painting should be hard or it's not worth doing, we will create that result. We will make it hard. Just the thought creates the anticipation of it being hard and our mind will start to generate all sorts of feelings about it being hard and wondering things like, can I do this? Should I do this or that? If it's hard, it's going to take a long time. So I need a lot of time. Oh my God, I don't have all this time. Those thoughts create stress ahead of time. You haven't even started painting yet and it already starts to feel a little bit like anxiety producing or a little bit stressful. Those are the thoughts that cause you to overthink because your brain is trying to anticipate and solve all of the things ahead of time. And when you start that spiral, you open yourself up to all sorts of rabbit holes of thoughts and emotions that are in opposition to getting that feeling of ease and freedom and play in the studio. A lot of artists really, really believe it's true that, quote, I have to work hard in my studio if I want to get anywhere. And trust me, I know I was raised with thoughts like that. I was raised with that as like the truth of life. If you want anything out of life, you have to work hard to get it. So let's explore this idea, shall we? Because there's a huge conflict between I have to work hard in my studio and I want ease and freedom in my studio. Those aren't a match. If you truly believe that working hard is how you create value, you're not going to allow things to come easily. That part of you that believes that challenge and struggle is what creates a good painting will create the struggle even when it's not necessary. So I know that this may be a reach for some of you. It definitely was for me at first. But what if in order to create that ease, in order to create that feeling of freedom in your studio, you have to let go of the idea that painting is hard, that being an artist is hard. Think about that for just a second. What would it be like if you just let go of the idea that this is hard and I have to work so hard for it? What if the idea that painting is hard just simply 
didn't exist. The judgment that this is hard was not an option anymore. It's not part of the vocabulary. It's just completely erased and gone. What comes up for you when you think about releasing the very idea that painting is quote unquote hard? Being an artist is hard. Talking about your work is hard. A lot of people do not want to let go of that idea. They get mad. They get defensive when I suggest that they might just consider letting it go. A lot of artists, a lot of people, they carry it around like it's a badge of honor. So this is an invitation, something to just try out like a new outfit. If you don't like it, you don't have to wear it. But can you continue to be dedicated to your craft? Can you continue to pursue excellence, to show up for yourself and show up for the work that you create? but ditch the idea that it's so hard or it's so difficult. The reason it's so hard and so difficult is that's what you expect it to be. It's so hard and it's so difficult because you look for all the ways to confirm that it is hard and difficult. It's so hard and so difficult because you think hard and difficult is what makes the art valuable. We have the belief that If it were easy, anyone could do it. And then we layer on, well, if anyone could do it, then it's no longer valuable or special. So there's a fight there, right? Like, I don't want to believe that anyone could do it. If I have that belief that anyone can do it, then it has to be hard because if it were easy, anyone can do it. And if that were true, why did I have to work so hard, right? So like, even that feels like a threat, And no one's saying it's easy. That's what's so interesting about it. And of course, if we believe that it has to be hard, then we won't allow ease into the studio. With that belief, allowing ease means devaluing your work. And of course, you don't want to do that. Why would you want to do that? Who wants to devalue their work, right? So we'll often say that we want ease in the studio, And then we'll fight against it because we have this underlying belief that we're not even aware of. We'll create a lot of struggle to meet the expectation that we have to work hard and we have to struggle for it. If we truly believe that hard work equals value, then of course we're going to make sure that we work really hard and we suffer for it. Even if we don't have to, we'll create it. So many people really have a hard time even loosening their grip on that idea, never mind letting it go completely. They want to argue for it. They want to prove how hard it really, really is. Notice how much black and white thinking there is in there. It's either really hard or it's not worth doing. I mean, how dare I suggest that it doesn't have to be so hard? It's fascinating. People immediately want to defend the thing that they don't even want. It's so interesting what our brains do, right? Because we say that, that one of the things we want the most is ease and freedom in the studio, but we refuse to let go of what's holding us back from the thing that we say that we really want. And I get it. I really, really do. Because I was raised to believe that if you're going to do anything, you should do it right. If you're not doing it well, then why bother doing it at all? Some flavor of that, right? 
So my little kid brain interpreted that as an absolute. It was all or nothing. I had to work really hard and I can see the pattern all over the place. Like when I cleaned something, it was a deep clean, like get out the toothbrush and get all the nooks and crannies. My room was either immaculate or a total disaster, usually a total disaster. When I decided that I wanted to pay off my student loan debt and save money, like I worked, I like tracked everything to the penny and I cut back on all the non-essentials and then some, like whatever project that I worked on at Disney, I would go all in on it. I would create double shifts for myself, basically. Like I would be working in the office doing all the things on site. And then I would go to a vendors and like be with their artists that whole evening. I gave everything a hundred percent because I really believed that I had to work hard to get anything that I wanted. Even things like when I decided I wanted to travel, I saved my money, quit my job. I went all in on traveling around the world and I worked it like it was a job. There are so many ways that 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 you have to work hard and that work ethic and going all in, all that type of thinking benefited me. There was so much that I gained from that. So much that it's like I went all in on going all in. And that thinking served me until it didn't anymore. That thinking got me to a certain place in my life and it allowed me to have some amazing experiences But what got me to this one stage in my life wasn't necessarily going to get me to the next. I had to let go of something that had worked really well for me so that I could create something even better. And that was so hard to do because I was so used to it. And I was like, I don't see a problem. It works. I realized like, I think that like a really good analogy for this, I think is I think of it like swinging from vine to vine. You hold tight, you hold really tight to one vine and you swing as far as you can with it. And then you grab the next vine. And that's the moment you have to let go of the first one so that you can keep your momentum. If you grab the next vine, but you refuse to let go of the first, you're just left dangling in the middle. You lose the momentum from the pendulum swing and you're just dangling there in the middle, not going anywhere. So just as a thought experiment, what if you just decided that you could let go of things being really hard, even if you think it's helping you and grab onto the idea that instead of hard, it can be playful. It can be fun. Maybe you just start with a possibility that it, that there is a possibility that it could maybe possibly We're not going to commit to anything, but there's a a remote possibility that instead of being so hard, it could be fun. There could be ease. You could feel free in your studio. Maybe that's too much for you right now. Maybe you just start with the idea that painting is neither one of those. It's not easy. It's not hard. It just is. That being an artist is neither easy nor hard. Does that make your head want to explode just thinking about these things? Like, yes, awesome, good, stay with me. What if you let go of the idea that it's hard to draw well? For a lot of people, letting go of that idea that it's hard somehow negates their accomplishments, but it doesn't at all. You can let go of the idea that it was hard and you get to keep all of your accomplishments because here's what 
actually helped you. This is what actually helped you to learn how to draw well. You focused, you prioritized, you practiced, you learned how to measure, you learned how to see, you learned how to create something that appears three-dimensional on a two-dimensional surface. Those are the things that actually made a difference in your drawing abilities. Those are the things that created momentum in your skill set, in your capacity as an artist. It is your skill set and your thinking that are valuable. Believing it was hard and creating struggle around it didn't contribute to your accomplishments. If anything, that thinking just slowed you down. So much energy dedicated to the struggle, the overwhelm, the overthinking, the comparisons, the mind drama of how hard it all is. I really, really want you to think about this. What if you can do the exact same thing by focusing your attention on the ease of it, the fun in it? What if you could create the exact same painting focusing on those things instead of focusing on how hard it is? What if you got lost in your own experience of it and you no longer compared yourself to other artists while you did it? No more believing that that artist over there has it better. They have more resources. They live in a big city with lots of access to lots of things, lots of models, lots of workshops, whatever. Or thinking that that artist studied with this other artist, so they must know something I don't. That artist has been drawing as long as I have they shouldn't be getting so much more attention than I am. And all the other ways that artists make it hard on themselves by keeping beliefs that bring them down. When you actively direct your thinking to what serves you, you rewire those default paths that aren't helping you. Some of you may want to hang on to the thought that this is such hard work. And of course, if that's what you want, obviously more power to you. You get to keep whatever thoughts you want. Some people really, really, really want that thought because they think that it keeps them in the game or it makes them work harder. They don't want to be left off the hook. They just don't trust themselves not to be like, quote unquote, on the hook, not to be like struggling through the difficult times. But if that's how you're thinking, just notice when the net gain from hanging on to the belief that it's hard is negative. Even if you find a few places where you really think it serves you, I want you to just notice for a minute where it does not serve you. Notice when the belief system leads you away from what it is that you want. Notice when the overall belief system makes you feel bad or stressed. That is a signal that you're not working in a way that that matches, you're not in integrity with yourself. If it feels really bad or you feel stressed out or it's causing you to have these sensations, that's a sign. And you can just try questioning the truth of your belief systems. Does working hard on your painting really mean that you're respected more as an artist? Does working hard on your painting really make the painting better? If you created that same painting with ease, would people respect you less? Would the same painting be less valuable if you created it with ease? Are you making creating with ease mean that you can't be respected and your work isn't valuable? 
I want to invite you to get really, really clear on this. What exactly are you thinking? What exactly are you imagining? Like, who exactly is it that you're imagining will not respect you if you're creating the painting with ease? Who exactly are you imagining is saying that your work isn't valuable if you created it with ease? And look, I'm not here to tell you what to believe. Of course, you can keep whatever thoughts you want. Maybe, though, I just want to suggest that there might be room for some parameters. Maybe it's not so black and white. And if that's the case, this week, I invite you to see if you might be able to find a neutral gray that works beautifully in there. One that opens up possibilities and allows more ease and freedom into your work. Your thoughts create your feelings. Your feelings drive your actions. The results that you have right now are because of the actions that you've taken. So if you want something different, start with taking a look at what it is that you're thinking. That's the fulcrum. That's the lever. This is why awareness of your thoughts is vital to creating what you want. When you have limiting beliefs about your art, about yourself as an artist, about your capacity to grow and create the work that you want to create. When you have limiting beliefs about your capacity to show your work and sell it in a way that feels authentic and true to who you are, those limiting beliefs are like an anchor tied around your waist. The limiting beliefs you have about creating art and being an artist are what hold you back and drastically slow you down. So what you need to create ease and freedom in the studio is an awareness of what your thoughts are and what they're creating. An awareness of how much your thoughts influence how you feel and drive your actions. This is the primary focus of a lot of the work that I do with my one-on-one clients and in Growth Studio. I think every artist can benefit immensely from coaching on their thoughts and their ideas and really examining and getting to know it. Coaching exposes your thinking in a way that journaling and chatting with your friends never will. It is an absolute game changer. And I'm so, so grateful for the amazing coaching that I've had and for being part of this industry because it shows you your blind spots. It helps you see what your thinking is creating and it gives you the opportunity to decide on purpose whether or not that's helpful whether or not that is a thought that gets you where you want to go, or it's a thought that is the exact opposite of what you're really wanting to do. With the awareness, you are empowered. With the awareness, you get to decide what thoughts you want to clean up and what thoughts you want to keep and just let them be the same because you're getting great results and you really like it. Clean up your thinking and you will experience more ease in your studio. Clean up your thinking And you will be able to approach your work with confident curiosity, knowing that whatever comes up, you can handle it. You always have your own back. That is how you get ease and freedom in the studio. And when you have that ease and freedom in the studio, you are open to more possibilities. Your energy and your focus is open and you can see clearly, you can be present and available for creating the work that you're trying to make. You are present and available to making decisions about your painting and seeing all of it more clearly. 
You can explore and discover so much more in your work when you are coming at it from that place of ease. These are the emotions that set the stage for flow. You can still pursue excellence. You can still grow and challenge yourself. You'll just have more fun and go farther without that anchor tied around your waist. And here's one last thing I want to offer you, okay? Emotions are contagious. And whatever you're feeling about your work, it shows up on the canvas. I think my work is enhanced by not just allowing myself to have fun with it, but by actively bringing fun into it. My work is enhanced by actively bringing my curiosity into the work because when I have that, that creates little moments in the work that the viewer then gets to be curious about. They get to explore their own curiosity and they can see it and they can feel it in the work. Your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings drive your actions, and the results show on your canvas. It is really amazing and I see it all the time. Every week in Growth Studio, I critique a couple of artists' work. And what's so interesting is I can see immediately where in the painting they were having fun and they were enjoying their unique process and they were tuned into their voice and they were tuned into the painting. And it is instantly obvious where they got self-conscious. It is instantly obvious where they decided they needed to prove that they could draw well. It's instantly obvious the actual brushstroke where they stopped thinking about the painting and they started worrying that someone might think they can't draw an ellipse in perspective. And what's so fascinating is those areas where they were having fun and they were enjoying the work are the most fun to look at. Their emotion while they created it is evident and it is contagious. It is contagious to the viewer. And the struggle with the ellipse or whatever it is is also evident, and that emotion is also handed off to the viewer. This kind of awareness is what takes your work to the next level more than any other skill, your ability to manage your thinking around your painting. This kind of awareness of what is happening in your mind and how it shows up on your canvas and how it shows up in your practice as a whole, the making of your art, the showing of your art, the selling of your art, That awareness is how you grow and evolve to a higher level. That is how you bring ease and you bring fun and you bring play into your work is by managing and actively choosing what you want to think while you're creating it. That's what I have for you this week. Have a fabulous week, everybody, and happy painting. When you are aware of how powerful your mind is, you show up to your studio differently. You notice the abundant opportunities to level up your presence in the studio. And when you do that, you stop worrying about whether or not you have a voice because you know it was already there. Now your best work comes more easily. Join Growth Studio now. I show you your blind spots and help you create confidently. Just go to SavvyPainter.com forward slash join.